In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Today is Savings Day. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> How you doing there? I mean, we're not talking figures here. You feel good about it? Um, I love to keep like spreadsheets and what? charts. And yeah, I know, right? Weird. So if I won the billion dollar jackpot, I would just love to just write it in the column. Not even spend it, but just oh, now mm-hmm. here's what my column bumps up, and you have to kind of like move the z- you have to make the column a little bigger. Yeah. Move, oh yeah. Allow for more zeros. Do right? you color code the columns? Is the Thing. I don't. Oh, I don't do anything take fancy. It to I, the just next like level. Good, I just like a good column. <laughs> well, uh, this is something I wish uh, I had learned more about. My parents never, we, we didn't talk about that really, savings or investing. I don't know that they did a great job of that either. I actually messaged a teacher friend of mine over mm-hmm. here at Wilmer. I don't, she hasn't seen it yet, but I asked, are there any offerings at the high school that deal with finances, savings, investing? To me, I'd rather do that than dissect a frog. Well, I mean, yes, that would have worked out better for me, too. So I wasn't kicked out of biology class and made to sit in the classroom portion instead of the lab. But my my best friend, Sarah, gift card, Sarah. So maybe this explains so much about her hoarding of the gift cards. Yeah. Her and I have had that conversation. We obviously went to the same high school and there were no classes on. Here's why it's important to balance your checkbook. Here's why it's important to, to not go into debt as soon as you get your first credit mm. card, because that credit score will come into effect later when you're trying Trying to make big purchases. Yep. And of course, none of that was ever an important uh, moment in our learning. Yeah. Because uh, there are uh, people in my class, even people younger than I, who have retired. Not Tim. You know, that's because I love it so much. That's right. It's, just, you uh, could retire. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You just choose not to, yeah. right? <laughs> I could have reco- retired 15 years ago. Mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Historic musical note from October 12. This artist, she hit number one in America on October 12 in 1991 with the title track to her second album. Uh, her first four singles hit the top spot, making her the first artist to hit number one with their first five singles. Early 90s, who is who's she? Who's the early she? 90s darling of pop music? I mean, I would... Ma- Madonna? Mm, no. no, it is a... Mm, mm, Ma- Mariah Carey, people are yelling at their radios right now. And so uh, the title track was the one that uh, helped set the record for her. The album was called Emotions. The song is Emotions. Oh, yes. Back before she got a little weird because she was just so cute in the early 90s. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying. It's Mariah Carey on Q102. There she is, Mariah Carey, uh, set a record on this day in 1991. The most number one singles from, uh, uh, what was it again? Her first five singles went to number one. But you can do that high whistle singing thing, right? Oh, I mean, can't everybody? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm losing my best friend.
You'd be more of a breathy sort of uh, cocktail lounge sound. Yeah, everybody can sing that song. It's it's not it's not it's not it's no Mariah Carey. Let me just say that uh, she was referred to as Songbird Supreme by the Guinness World Records due to her ability to do that. She claims that that's because she has always had nodules on her vocal cords since childhood. Most you think you get nodules, that's going to affect your voice poorly. She says that's why she can do that high whistle thing, five octave range. When I used to watch American Idol, when people would attempt a Whitney or a Mariah song, it's like, don't, don't. And then the few that nailed it, you thought, oh, they're going to go far. And then they just kind of disappeared. I think the judges, too, always, oh, oh, you sure? Mm -hmm. Big, uh, big song, big artist. Mm -hmm. Really going to do that? Why, it, uh, you know, she's a fantastic artist. You, you got to thank me for not playing her Christmas song. We'll we'll get to that soon enough. I was waiting for. It. I was not no, going to say anything. I, I'm not going to do it. But why, it's sad that I remember her failed New Year's Eve performance. Uh, that was yeah. what year was that? 2019. 20, it was before pandemic. I remember that, but See, it was. I would. I thought it was only in the last couple of years. It was 2016. Oh, okay. Seven okay. years ago. How, where did that time go? So I, I dug a little bit of it up. I don't know that it was her fault. There. We didn't have a check for this song, so we'll just say no sound. Check. It went to number one, and that's what it is. Okay. Feels oh, it's like that song. Stop. Oh, that. Well, she hit that she note. That's really all that matters. I don't know that that was her fault. If there was something in the mix, they didn't do a sound check, and you know, you got some nug at the board, just pushing buttons and, and stuff. I don't think that was her fault. But sadly, we remember. Oh, Mariah Carey's failure. There wasn't a little liquid in- inspiration. The, well, the part I, I, I saw, I was like, well, maybe let's not start the New Year's celebration before you sing. I don't know. I'm going to cut her some slack on that. Let it be known, Tim Burns is cutting an artist slack wow. on her performance. On mark New this Year's down. Please. What year and what date and what October do we have it? October 12, 2023. Okay. Are you guys having a good time? Mornings just feel better with Q102. The Q102 Morning Show. You might be asking yourself why I'm so passionate about National Savings Day. It's because uh, I feel like I missed out on uh, that savings, investing. You, you you need to start young if you started when you're... But then we never had any talk or class on that when I was in school. And I, not to date us, but graduating <laughs> in what year again? Me? Yeah. 82, uh, 1982. 82. Okay, because honestly, so skip ahead to 2001, the class of 2001 in Letonia. We did not have didn't. any classes on that either. So I feel like both of us missed out on why it was important. So I got a hold of uh, a friend of mine from uh, the Wilmer High School. I figured, well, she's going to be up. And she did respond. Now I asked, is there anything like that here? Yes, there is, of course, economics which is required for graduation. They also have a business that teaches a class called Personal Finance. Okay. Our department, ELA, also teaches a class called Adulting. Oh. Where they learn... Okay, before I tell you what they do here at the high school now, I had a class called 
Bachelor Living. Yeah, well, it was in you know the early eighties. And you've talked about that class a yeah. lot, though. Yeah. Oh, the the teacher was I love, Mrs. Widman. I was so sad when she passed away. Uh, so that was uh, balancing a checkbook. Fine, but you have to have money to balance it. First of all, we didn't True. talk about how to True. earn it or save for it or make it grow. Sewing on a button, doing laundry, and then in the kitchen, the baking, the cooking. Uh, and was this the the teacher that always said the read the label? Read the label. Set a better table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All these years later, I remember that. And then there was one girl who took the class. And even then I thought, well, yeah, why are we calling this bachelor living? Why don't we just call it living? And that's apparently, well, they call it adulting here in Wilmer. Mm-hmm. In it, students learn about insurance, like health and auto, housing, ah. buying and renting, taxes, job acquisition, resumes, cover letters, etc. A lot of it becoming familiar with the language process. We want kids to be more empowered when they have to make those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. that's the... Okay, so adulting is more of what I wish that we would have had. When I think of the economics class, and maybe they cover that too, I'm thinking of like gross domestic product and inflation. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, all fine and good, but yeah. like what about the money that you have and yes. why you shouldn't waste it and why you should know that what you do now is going to affect your buying power in five years and ten years and that's all boring stuff to kids, I'm sure, but when you become that adult, you go, oh, I wish I would have known that. Yeah. I wish I would have started uh, this process about two, three years ago and yeah. realized why it was important. Yeah, she also adds here, she thinks it is state law now that high school students have to take some sort of class like that, like a budgeting or what they call adulting. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said she's especially proud of that, the one about the insurance and all of that, because yeah. she helped yeah. develop it. So, well, and it never cool. gets easier, even if you know what you're doing. I know my parents are of the age where now they're sifting through like the how to get the supplemental insurance to oh, go. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's never ending. It's I just know. different stages of our life, what we have to deal with. I talk, This has been several years ago. There was a financial planner in town who did some advertising, and, and I'm kind of secretly prodding for advice. I'm like, so you know, what would a guy do? The thing is, he said, you know, we're, we're really looking at those who have a portfolio of, uh, you know, at least 500000 maybe a million dollars. And I'm like, okay, so what about the rest of us? What about the rest <laughs> of people? Uh, so then it's just Here's like, well, now column. I'm intimidated even to talk to somebody like that. So uh, I'm glad to hear that they're doing that class yeah, uh, on the savings day, an opportunity for you to uh, have those conversations. She just she added, "Would you like to take sign up for this class?" I would, yeah. Can I? Can we sit in on just a yeah. day next time I'm in town? Can yeah. I just come and sit in? Oh, our guest speaker. No, no, I'm just here to learn. Yeah. I'm going to take a seat in the back. Uh, all the kids in class are like, "Who's that old guy over there?" Uh, oh, it's I, never I, never too late I'm to not to learn. Traditional student. That's what I am. Tim and Laura in the morning. I love them. They're so funny. The Q102 Morning Show. There was the moment that Anoka, Minnesota's Travis Ginger won the record for the giant pumpkin. 
and he's out in California to celebrate this big festival, joining us now. Congratulations, Travis. What's going on? Oh, thanks. Just enjoying life. You said that you have to be out there for the whole week. Is it like, hey, I'm the winner. I got to do press stuff. I got to be in a parade or, or what's happening this week? So there's a lot of that. Don't get me wrong, but it's a big festival this weekend and the town just comes out of the woodwork for it. <laughs> That's where Half Moon Bay? Is that by San Francisco? Yep. Yep, just, I think, south of San Francisco. Okay, so Travis, we were talking when we heard the news. We're like, oh, good, Minnesota guy wins this. And I just thought, how do you transport a pumpkin that size, an important pumpkin of that size? Yeah. It's not like, ah, if, we, if something happens to this one, we'll just run to the store and grab another one. No, this is your homegrown, record-breaking pumpkin. How do you get it out there? And were you terrified the entire trip? I was terrified this summer because this thing just kept on growing, and we didn't think it fit in our dump trailer and then at the very end we had to turn it sideways which we knew because it was seven foot five wide oh, wow. and it wouldn't fit in a regular trailer how tall is this by, thing? by six foot seven by about two and a half foot tall uh, okay yeah because it's kind of it kind of it's heavy so it kind of squashes yeah. a little bit right <laughs> what's the weight yeah, again 2,749 pounds. How does that happen? Is it a special seeds? Is there some magic? What's the Travis is like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, right. I'm going to win this year after year. But yeah, give us a little, <laughs> little bit of something. So, I mean, I water about 150 gallons a day with fertilizers, spraying all the time, use a special soil mix. I've got a lot of different things I do to this, but it's a 184-day chore to get this yeah. thing to a scale. Did I hear once on another large pumpkin story that somebody injected milk into the stem? Of the, is there any uh, science to that? You know, that's kind of a myth, oh. but uh, it all relates to calcium and oh. cell division. Okay. okay. What are you going to do with the pumpkin once this festival is over? <laughs> so that's a huge moving target right now, but uh, Guinness Book of World Records, it'll be carved for the largest jack-o'-lantern. Oh. I'm not sure if that's West Coast, East Coast, uh, Minnesota. It really all depends, but a lot of different venues want it in TV shows. So, yeah, wow. we'll see. It'll be cool. Are we going to see you on all of the morning television programs, too? So? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Look at you from Anoka, Minnesota. We're Tim and Laura talking with Travis Ginger from Anoka with a world champion pumpkin, 2,749 pounds. Travis, how did this even get started? So Tim and I both do a little backyard gardening, not for world records, <laughs> but just little. to eat. And so did you always have your set sight on I want to grow the biggest pumpkin or how did that happen? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> my, my dad was always growing small little giant pumpkins, I guess, and mm -hmm. just picked it up. And I've been doing it my whole life. My family's a bunch of gardeners, and then I just kind of picked it up. And when I was 14, I grew a 447-pounder. Nice. Never oh. thought this day would come, but... <laughs> Your dad you grew are. little giants. Yeah, they were a mere 1,200 pounds. Dad, I, I got nothing. Uh, and are you going to make it back home in time for the Anoka Halloween Festival? Yeah, I'm the celebrity grand marshal there, so yes. I better. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> but not with that pumpkin. Do you have another uh, back in Anoka that would be a suitable second place to bring in that parade? 
Oh, no, I just got a small one. I lost a really big one in August. It would have smashed this one for sure. What? Really? Did it just get rotten, or what do you mean it, you lost no, it? Just a tiny little uh, split on the top, oh. and then it was no good. Oh, oh that's heartbreaking, though. <laughs> I know. I feel for you. What advice do you have for just us basic gardeners? Like something that we might be doing wrong with just our regular veggies or anything like that. Can you help us at all? Because I feel like you're going to be our go-to when we have questions. You know, a lot of people just don't do a standard soil test. I mean, for $18, you can figure out a ton of stuff. So I guess I'd start there. Soil test, fertilizer, plenty of water, the basics. Let me ask you this. Do you talk to your pumpkins? Because I am a talker to my garden, and I, I warn my neighbors, if you see me out talking, I'm just nurturing them. Do you think there's truth to that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I often tap it to see if it's heavy or light or whatever. So okay. <laughs> almost like a jockey and a horse, you know? Yeah. yeah. Got to kick it a little bit to get it to go. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Ginger from Anoka, Minnesota, and if you can, take in their Halloween festival. Enjoy all of your fame this week and beyond, and uh, I guess good luck next year, Travis. <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate it, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Once you sit here in this pumpkin patch, and you'll see the great pumpkin with your own eyes. You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show, and here's a few things you need to know. There's a theme to this show, and we didn't even really intend for it to be, but you said today was National, what is it? Savings Savings Day. Day? Okay. Well, here's a way for you to make a little money, save a little money, and and be warned and not give your money away. So first of all, let's make a little money. A lingerie brand called Pour Moi is looking looking, looking to hire someone to wear their undergarments, watch fall TV, like they say, Gilmore Girls, and sip pumpkin spice lattes and just write about your experience. Lucky person, going to earn 500 bucks to be a tester of the lingerie. They say these are comfortable bras and pants. So I hope so. Because I'm thinking if you're just sitting around watching your favorite TV shows, drinking Mm -hmm. pumpkin spice lattes by yourself, I don't know that you're going for full out lacy, itchy, uh, not a whole lot there. You want to be comfy, right? You want to be cuddled up in your blankie Uh, watching your show, drinking your lattes. So, all right. I'm just saying, so, 500 bucks to be chilly in your own home? I don't know about that. When you teased this saying, a chance for you to make $500, you meant you as our uh, lady audience. I guess not, whatever. I didn't read the fine print. What you Maybe do they in have the some privacy dudes of your home. Yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, hey, you need yep. 500 bucks, you need 500 bucks. We don't judge. Pour moi, I'll remember that. See? Yeah. And you think that that... D minus in French in college went to no use. I knew that that meant for you. So, or for me. For me. That's why I got a D minus. For you. I was for close. Me, for, for the lucky person that applies and gets the job. All right. Let's talk about how to, um, that was how to earn some money, how to save some money. I don't know if ordering ahead will help you save it, but if you are planning a vacation, Disney may not be the, the right option for you anymore Whoa. because a trip to Disney World or Disneyland now going to cost more. They said they're announcing Price hikes for the theme park tickets, along with their parking service and Genie Plus service. So prices for annual passes at Disney in Florida, this is now, jumping from $30 to $50, depending on the pass. Meanwhile, almost all the ticket options at California.
California's Disneyland will see prices rise anywhere from $5 at the low end to $65 at the high end. Costs for parking and the Genie Plus plans add on another $5 to start at the minimum. Now, what are they going to do? What is Disney going to do with that money other than maybe like just make more for themselves? No, they say they are going to invest $60 billion mm-hmm. into the theme parks over the next decade and make them even better for your enjoyment. No doubt. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. And then this is, we should not have to always keep saying this, but every single day, somebody new is getting scammed. Do not give your money away, people. Do not, especially if you don't know this person. Omaha woman scammed after a person she said claimed to be Johnny Depp on the internet. come on. Not only scammed her out of money, but scammed her out of a marriage. She was first contacted by this person claiming to be Johnny Depp on the Messenger app. First of all, did we not watch that trial last year? Why, Why would you even give that a second thought to talk, even if it was the real Johnny Depp? But she said that they communicated mm-hmm. on the phone even, oh, not yeah. just the Internet. She says the person who claimed to be Do- Johnny Depp wanted to marry her but needed $10,000 for mm-hmm. a wedding planner. After sending the money and sensing... It was a scam after she already sent the 10 grand. She ended the involvement with the person. Oh, oh. But, but he already had access, or I say he, it was not Johnny Depp. It may not have even been a man after the person on the other end of that scam had access to her account. Yeah. Took another $5,000. So it ended up costing her 15 grand. Police are investigating. Why are people falling for this? I have alluded, and I will allude again. At least she finally came to realize this might be a scam. Somebody I know very, very well, very, very closely, believes his former porn star turned uh, Jesus follower. They're they're getting married uh, here a year into this. Funneling money. Yeah. Just, oh. Mom got sick. Please send money. money. We got gold in a vault in Ghana. Please send money money to release it. Uh, I I think you you say to yourself, how could anyone fall for this? And then people you know fall for this and you go, what? What are you doing? Like, this is no. like desperately deep. A year later, none of the red flags, none of the sirens and the blaring horns. None of the Whoa. family going, hey, this isn't real. Yeah, none yeah, of it yeah, sinks yeah. in. I think it was, well, another person I know very, very well, very wise, said, think about it, sir. I'll call him Larry. So everybody, all of your family, all of the college-educated family, friends, relatives, church people are wrong. Who and, care about and you? And you're the one who's right. Think about that for just a moment. We've got to get Deanna from Olivia on the payroll here. I think. I know. Look at we were talking about hidden fees. Was that yesterday yeah. on the show that they're trying to crack down on what they're calling junk fees? So basically, if you're buying concert tickets or you're buying airline tickets yeah. or you're buying any any sort of transaction where it Service looks like fee. here's your price, but by the time you check out, all these other fees just came blasting out of nowhere, Blast. and you have to pay them. Or you can't get said, you know, flight, hotel, whatever it is that you want. And so they're saying, ah, let's uh, let's take another look at that. I don't think that's right. Convenience fees, electric charge fees. What's getting to be like airlines, really? Well, uh, Deanna wrote today saying she didn't get a chance yesterday when we were talking about that. Uh, She's got a one that's plain 
sneaky and rude. That's uh, Deanna's quote. Sneaky and rude. They were on a trip to New Orleans with three other couples, and they went to a barbecue joint slash sports bar. They had to go to the bar to place their order for food and drinks. Then they're given a pager, and then the pager goes off. You go and get your food. So she says, basically, no service by them to bring our food or to take the order. We did all of that. It wasn't Mm -hmm. until the fourth couple placed their order they noticed uh, on the receipt an automatic tip was built in. Plus, they still had the blank line for you to fill in your own tip. And so basically, she said, we ended up double tipping them. Always check your receipts. Now, uh, I'm kind of with it. Like, right. First, I thought, well, there's eight of them. No. If they were sitting at the table and they had to come out and get everybody's order straight and then bring the food out to eight, I could see adding an automatic tip there. I don't Uh, see how that differs from a fast food restaurant. Then you're like, yes, this would be a sit down restaurant, but there's no service to your table uh, so you're walking to a counter you're placing your order you're getting a pager you're going back with the page i mean yeah. you would do that at panera or culver's or or i guess maybe culver's brings it out to you they do the culver's does bring it but, out we were just there but the for other. anybody else that has the pager and then goes back up oh your order's ready here you go um i know How of two sandwich shops in town that have a tip line and they'll turn around. Yeah, they're giving you instructions. So, you know, there's a, there's a tip portion and then click the green button. Uh, I, 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 I wish they were just to pay a decent wage by their company to, or, to cover their service. But Yeah, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Put the tip line on there if you want, but don't expect people to use it if they're not being serviced at the table and waited on and you know, a lot more than just, here's your change, here's your food, uh-huh. thank you very much, uh-huh. get out of here. But to build in the tip that you didn't even ask people if they wanted to pay the tip and then to add the extra tip line... Yeah. At this yeah. barbecue joint. Yeah, that seems a little bit... Uh, so what did she say? Sneaky and rude? Sneaky and rude. Yeah, just charge what you need to make. Charge whatever so that you can pay them a decent wage. Uh, uh, this could open up... You know what? If right now you're screaming at the radio or pounding on your dashboard be- because you feel one way or another, uh, text us. Better yet, you can always call us like an actual phone call at 320-235-1025 if you're... If you're in the industry or if you've run into a situation, believe it or not, we don't have all the answers. We got opinions. <laughs> we just have some of them. I yeah. know, I know. We always love to hear from you. 235-1025. You got uh, Lynette's text about being a server in front of you there, Laura. Um, I do. Oops, oops, oops. Don't oh, hit refresh oh, right when you're tra- right when you're trying to read it. There it is. Uh, Lynette said, "Tip stands for to ensure proper service." Mm. She said, "I was a server for 41 years. Made sure that I earned my tips by giving the best service. Automatic tipping has created servers who expect a tip versus earn a tip." Mm. Ah, well, there's somebody who's okay. been there a long time, mm-hmm. but. The to ensure proper service, for some reason, that makes me go, hmm. I, you don't believe that? I don't know about that. And it I actually, think there's something to be said about that. I, it actually shows up in a, you know, a, a, a Snopes, is that true? To ensure proper service. They say, actually, it goes back to mm, the 1700s, at least as far as the first time it was written in okay. text. 
I, sir, tips me the verger with half a crown. The verger would be like a bishop in a church. So uh, he's tipping, tipping half a crown to the church as a gift. Mm. And then it says, though, in the 1600s, it was used by shady characters and petty criminals. Say they'd done a heist, and if you helped... Maybe you're the getaway driver. I'm going to yeah. tip you here. I'm going to tip a little bit. If of we the got away, here's your little cut. Here's your tip. But All if right. we didn't, <laughs> but if we didn't, no tip for you. Which I, I guess goes back to in, to ensure proper service. Right. If we got caught by the police, no tip for you. That's right. In fact, they're taking all of the money that we took. But I, there is something to be said about that automatic tipping, where you've done nothing. Or you were grumpy. Listen, I've worked in plenty of places where you do get tipped for a, a job well done, great customer service. Yeah. And you work with other people who maybe you put all the tips together. And I've even said, could you smile? Like, we are working for tips. Could you act like you want to be here? Because you're cutting into my tips, oh. too. And I'm being nice to these people. Yeah. And I don't know if she realized that I'm not going to out her name. Because then she was, I mean, very pleasant, very great after that point. But do people not realize that the nicer you are to people and the better job you do for them, the more tips you can make? And I'm all about making the most that we can what if our rate of pay on this show depended upon uh how we felt that day if i was having a bad day and well, i'm gonna hey, you need know you to put a little smile on your face especially after that drive no more effort tim come on waking you up when the morning comes on q102 somebody woke up now they won the giant powerball last night out in california uh. I woke up, I saw that, I thought, well, you know what? There's still a chance that some of the minor prizes oh, yeah. could be mine, including yeah. maybe that $4. What did you, uh, uh, I didn't. Did you, I didn't hit you anything. Up? No? No. I, yeah, uh, I did. I have mine right here. So we've got this. You can enter your numbers online at mnlottery.com. So I have them, but I not, I've not checked check your numbers yet. So Hit the button. Hit the button. Here we go. We're hitting the button. Okay. I had two sets of numbers. I matched a Powerball, and you remember, remember that's worth $4. I've had several of those. Look at you. You got your money back. I did. Like, that's happened. You are like you are times. lucky. Yeah. Am I? I don't. Yeah, because I feel like if you at least break even, you're luckier than most. <laughs> I guess. I, uh, I don't, you know, if you were asking, what would it take... To uh, to quit your job, would you bail on a million dollars? I said, yeah, because yeah, that's a lesser yeah, prize. I think in the, so. See, I'm older you than you. I don't have as many years to spend it. So I think uh, I I think on a million, I I'd say yeah. I, again, this is savings day. We've been talking a lot of finance stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure financial experts would say to most, especially if you're your age and younger. Don't quit on a million dollars. Invest that. I mean, it also depends on how much money you make at current jobs, right? If if you've gotten by on very little, you could get by on quite a lot with a million dollars. So I guess that would depend also on your spending habits. But at my age, I'm going to take that million and run with it if I were to win it. And then, again, we've talked before. What do you what do you do with that ticket? Do you go right away? Do you here? We'd I'd have to go to Roseville, which is the headquarters, two hours a drive with this ticket. I would. 
listen from my own for my own stuff i am a procrastinator for when it comes to anybody else if they need something from me i am on it right away just so i don't forget i can get it to them i can check that off my mm-hmm. list but my own life nah it'll wait till tomorrow Mm-hmm. If I had that winning ticket, I would be there tailgating in the parking lot because I would want to get rid of it so fast and have it mm-hmm. cashed in out of my possession so that I don't ruin something on my end as quickly as possible. Right. I mean, so yeah, where do you? what if you spill your coffee on it and now you can't read the right. numbers, right? Okay, no coffee, no beverages, no food in the car. And then what do I put it in a plain envelope? I have a bag... You know, I, I build and fly remote control airplanes. Well, the batteries are lipo, the same kind where hoverboards are burning up and destroying homes. So oh. we have a, a bags that we store them in that are like bomb-proof bags. Would you put your ticket in? Airline approved for batteries and lipo. Yeah, I think I might put my ticket in the bomb-proof bag, zip it up. And said it. I don't know. What, Carry it in like it's a bomb. I just didn't want anything to happen to this. <laughs> the cops show up. Tim and Sir, up what's in the bag? Winning lottery ticket. I just didn't want to mess this up. That's right. Maybe it's not such a good thing after all. The Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Hey. Laura's in there. Making something. Always learning. In the Check it out. All the In the Kitchen tips at 1025fm.com. Okay. And then you can click on the link there. It brings up right off to the side. You can also click to design the room of your dreams at Kitchen Fair by Dawn's Building Center. Ah, So, I mean, it's like a two for one. You want some redesign or you just want to make over a meal. That's kind of what happened last night by accident. Mm. Listen, you said on the show yesterday something about... Oh, you know, you normally eat really healthy things. And I would agree that most of the time I tend to try to incorporate as many healthy options into a meal. But sometimes, you know, you just want uh... a junk box of macaroni and cheese, right? Like you are not going for the health benefits. You just want that gooeyness. So I get the noodles boiled. I don't even buy the craft brand. I have a generic box. That's how that's how I'm rolling. Right. And then I get to the add in the butter, add in the cheese packet of, of whatever dust, that cheese, the cheese is. Dust. The yeah, and add it, and then in the milk, only to realize oh, I don't no. have milk. Oh no. But in the corner of the fridge I see from a previous recipe that I have some heavy whipping cream. And desperate times call for desperate milk and I said, Well <laughs> I mean it's kinda of milk. Cream, it's yeah. Really thick milk. I'm going to tell you what, what, you don't even have to buy the extra creamy box of macaroni and cheese anymore. You buy the regular box, you add the heavy heavy whipping cream in place of milk. It was good. Oh, yeah. Creamiest oh. bowl I've ever had by accident. Wow. So from now on, heavy whipping cream, that's what I'm using for the milk. You want to talk desperate times. When I was uh, fresh out of college doing my first gig, I did macaroni and cheese, didn't have milk, and I made it with water. Yes, well, I did. Well, I mean, it might be a little thinner. <laughs> here's here's the other thing, a little bonus macaroni and cheese tip. I always add this recipe called for on the box, you know, a fourth of a cup of milk. Always add more. It's going to be real soupy when you first mix it. You're going to yeah. go, oh, I added too much. But then as it cools and it thickens, mm. Mm, mm. nice and creamy and it doesn't dry out and get pasty and weird. Oh, yeah. I might, I, I might try a mix. 
I don't know how much. They, what do they say? A quarter cup typically on the box. Uh, I I do so, yeah. uh, an eighth of a cup milk and an eighth of a cup cream. Uh, the, just for for me, I think I would try that. But so uh, you've done it before? Yeah. No. Oh. I, I'm just saying, if I were to do the cream thing, there, Tim. Well, hey, if you don't, don't want the creamiest macaroni and cheese yeah, ever yeah. that you've tasted, you yeah. do whatever you want. But check out 1025fm.com <laughs> or sign up so that you can get these in the kitchen tips every Thursday in your email first thing yeah. by Q102 and Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center so that you can know <laughs> what to put on your grocery list before you head out the door. And Tim, stop making changes. It's not in the kitchen with Tim. It's in the kitchen with Laura, everybody. In the it's uh, it's not only we've had a theme of money because it's savings day, and then we got to talking about tips and investments and the classes they offer here at the high school, which I never had when I was a kid. But also a little pumpkin theme. Besides that uh, giant one, there's another guy who grows really big pumpkins. He c- carved one out to make it into kind of a boat and paddled oh, no. down a river. So, oh no! So Travis's was Did what? Did this like, end badly? No, no. Uh, Travis's was like twenty seven hundred pounds. This one was a mere twelve hundred pounds. He did. I mean, you say that like, oh, just some shabby little pumpkin. That's still a huge pumpkin. Yes, slacker, Steve Quaney. He's in the Guinness World Records now. Eleven hours and thirty eight miles down a river in this carved out. Giant pumpkin boat. <laughs> Last year, a man from Nebraska did 37 miles, so he's out. Uh, he said being inside a carved-out pumpkin is just like you would imagine it to be. Cold and <laughs> slimy. <laughs> I don't even like to stick my hand I in know. the goop to get the seeds out. Right? I know. I I'm just saw somebody posted their little baby infant uh, in a pumpkin. Uh, it was very cute. But I wonder if at that point a baby is aware of the tactile sort of, ew, what? Yeah, what like, is what am I sitting in? And why is everybody around me going, okay, look here. Oh, oh, <laughs> faces. Like, no, get me out of this pumpkin. Yeah, get me out. <laughs> Uh, also, he did have sort of kayakers alongside him for safety, just in case. Because you can imagine, case. that could be a little tippy in a big pumpkin boat. Yeah. Don't go I'm, trying I'm this I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to definitely pass on that. <laughs> right. So I don't know if tomorrow will develop into a theme. You just never know. That's why you can't miss a moment. Join us just uh, a few minutes after 6 when we kick <laughs> off your Friday tomorrow here on Q102. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.